so-called tennis expert. I came from Dubai. Disrespectful and disgusting, I would say. Weren't you guys the tennis podcast? If, if, if doesn't exist. Losers find excuses and winners find a way. Hello and welcome back to Backhands and Compliments. I'm Katie. And I'm Miranda. And Katie, who are you going to backhand today? I'm going to backhand Bodic Van de Zanskull because Miranda sent me a Twitter thing today or a, a tennis TV video of what happened in his match in Doha versus Gamal Fees. And if you didn't see what happened, um, it was not good. I think we'll probably talk about it later or we don't have to. It doesn't matter. You can look it up. It was him against Malfees. And basically he hit a ball into the crowd, even though he won the point. And I was like, what are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Yeah, not generally ideal, but I asked Katie to like add in her thoughts on this. And she was like, I didn't see it. And I was like, how? As I like gen- the number one Botic stan. The number one fan yeah. essential in this world. <laughs> you didn't see it. And I was like, what? I don't think I can take that title because I think it belongs to the very kind person who slid into our Instagram DMs. So and true. That was so cute. It was so cute. They were like, um, do you want the photo of Bodic holding a baby? And I was like, yes, yes. I do. <laughs> Immediately. Th- please and thank you. And they had screenshotted it and they sent it to me. So thank you very much to them because you are the real one. And they sent an adorable photo that they took, like a selfie they took of them with Bodic and said that he was very sweet. So like... I forgive Bodic for the things that happened in Doha, but I'm backhanding him a little bit today because what the fuck. But I do. You know what they himself. say: what happens in Doha stays in Doha. Stays. <laughs> it's for sure. That's no one has ever said ever. Miranda, who are you complimenting today to get off on a more positive streak? <laughs> I am complimenting specifically like this, this specific week where you have like Dubai, and Acapulco Dubai. and Santiago. Here's the thing. I just love it because I love when, like, tennis is sort of very staggered throughout the day mm-hmm. and, like, it's happening in all these different places and all these different time zones. Yes, and so, like, there's it. some tennis in the morning. There's some tennis mm-hmm. in the evening. Like, I just, you know, I never want to be without <laughs> I always have an option. Do you know what I mean? I do. It's on all day. I just have it on yeah. all the time. I never have a moment where I'm like, oh, I don't have tennis to watch. Like, there's always somebody playing. I love it. It's yes. so nice. So, like, right, for example, right before recording this, date this podcast, Katie and I were both watching Ben Shelton, Dan Evans. Ben Shelton mm. beat Dan Evans, which was so exciting. Woo. Good for him. Um, fun fact, Ben Shelton's dad made it to the quarterfinals of Acapulco, which I just thought Aww. was, like, cute. The That's interviewer so cute. Uh, woman gave him that little fun fact during his interview, and I was like, oh, precious. That's so cute. I love that. Oh, yay. Adorable. Yeah. So that. going back to the tournaments that happened last week, um, the biggest one, first one that we're going to talk about is Rio de Janeiro. Um, is this, this is the one we called the most beautiful tournament on the ATP tour, correct? Yes, it is. I, I adore Rio with every inch of my being. It is stunning. Beautiful. I mean, Monte Carlo, it's tough, you know? Yeah, but they're both really good, but and also I love Indian Wells. Indian Wells is also beautiful. I think we literally had this exact same. We, I, I'm like, this is deja vu. This is deja vu. <laughs> if you missed the end um, of last episode, there you go. <laughs> yeah, literally. So this was kind of a weird tournament, and I think the the reason why I found it strange was like Carlos Alcaraz goes out there and is having his first match, and. Pretty immediately, literally the second point of the match. I I was watching this, Katie, you were not. I I texted you or something and was like, hey, uh, 
<laughs> Alert. <laughs> so on the second point of Carlos Alcaraz's opening match in Rio, he like tripped, twisted his ankle, immediately broke in that game, which was crazy. But then he got broken back and then he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, never mind. Like it's <laughs> out. it's out. I think he had like a little bit of adrenaline that allowed him yeah. to like, you know, play on it for a, a bit. And then yeah, he was like, sure. yeah, no, 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 never mind. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of scary. It was, frankly, shades of Zverev at the French Open, and I wouldn't want it to happen to Charlie. Um, and it does seem like it could have been much worse, obviously, because, you know, he's yeah. not out for a year. But no. um, he is still expecting to make it to Las Vegas for the exhibition. He's playing against Rafa on the third, I think, is when that is. I'm unsure. No idea. I don't know. Not keeping track. Sorry. Right. Like, what are they doing out there? Uh, the one thing that I hope, uh, I watched the live Netflix like golf thing that they did for mm. the F1 drivers golf. when they were in Las yeah. Vegas. And yeah. I hope that they sort out their audio because their audio was really Ooh. annoying me. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. So. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, also defending his title in Indian Wells. Like, he's got to have that ankle be healthy. Yeah. No, I, I understand him being like, you know, I remember, I think it was, was it back in Rio last year that he had like a hamstring injury and his team was like telling him to retire. I think like during the semifinal or the quarterfinal or something. He was like, no. Are you sure I'm it wasn't during it. the final? Was it during the final? I don't think it was. I can't remember. I think remember. it was. And I think Cam was winning and Cam won, right? Well, Cam did win, but I remember there was a point where they were, like, telling him to, like, retire, you know, not play on his hamstring anymore, and he was like, no, I'm going to fight through it or whatever. I don't remember exactly the circumstances. That was over a year ago now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I, it's, it's a war, I'm sure. And, you know, him retiring on this, which is a little bit concerning for how he's going to do in Indian Wells. I'm hoping he just recovers, but, like, that might be personal growth, you know, not fighting through. It might also because it was, like, second round, you know, so... Yeah, not gonna make it all the way to the final, but I don't know. I don't like when players try to play through their injuries. I would prefer you just retired and got better for the next one. So true. I just, you know, you want to see them play well. Yeah. Um, and speaking of people you want to see play well, I was so happy yeah. in Rio for Fran Cirandolo, who yes. made it to the semifinals. The week before, he had this uh, Twitter exchange with Holgaruna, which I thought was very sweet, um, where Fran tweeted, this is a translation, but he tweeted, very difficult moment, a lot of sadness. I want to thank everyone who supports me and continues to push me to move forward because everyone is there in good times. But when you start to lose a little, it seems like not. Um, so he's going to oh. continue working. And I got this very sweet response from Holgaruna, where Holger said, keep pushing and times will change. You are a brilliant player. And Fran goes, thank you very much, Holger. Really appreciate it. Like, oh, so it's cute. so sweet. I'm like, I love it. Like it brings, you know, it's, it's so nice. Screaming, crying, throwing up. I loved it. Thank you, Holger. I, I love that from Holger. Cause you really, I, I wouldn't expect it from him. Let's be, let's be so real. I would not expect it from him. No, but and I do generally appreciate when, like, the boys get a little emotionally vulnerable and, like, let you know when they are in the trenches. Because we know when they're in the trenches, they may as well say it. Yeah, might as well. And I'm like, Fran, I'm going to root even harder for you now. I root for you hard anyway, but I'm going to root even harder because love Fran. You love to see it. This is also 
Sebi Baez's biggest title so far. I realize now Ooh. I don't think I even said who won Rio. It was Sebi Baez <laughs> defeating, uh, once again, a man whose name I've never said before. Katie, do you want to talk to me about Sebi Baez while I look up how to say this man's name? I would love to. So Sebi Baez won Rio, and this was the 500, so a big title for him. And also, we're going to talk a little bit later about young guys, but I would like to mention that Sebi Baez is also quite young. He is only 22 years old. And apparently, however you say this man's name, he is 23, so two young guys. Mariano Navone. Mariano Navone. Navone. Great. Perfect. Much Amazing. better than Marcus, whose name we still can't say. Oh, I said it wrong the other day, and I was like, oh, that's going to be a hard habit to break. Oh. Giron, I think. Giron. Keep going. Anyway, that's all I had to say about um, Sebi Baez, but glad he could win. I do like him. Um, rip to Cam, though, not winning, not defending his home slam. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad. And I think he's injured, too, because he pulled out yeah. of Acapulco. Or Yep. Yeah, Acapulco. Was it Acapulco or is it somewhere else? It wasn't Chile. I think it was Acapulco. Okay. Anyway, he pulled out a... Yeah, I think it was. Um, he did He did do well during this tournament. I'm so glad he had some easy wins. He also yeah. defeated a rat in Brazil against a Brazilian rat. That match was so painful to watch because the way the That's crowd was cheering it. for Saibach Vilch was, like, painful, frankly. Yeah. Like, it was tough. It's so bad. And that's why I was like, I, I physically cannot watch this match. I, I score watched it and was like, yeah, I cannot, I cannot handle another Seabeth Wild match after Andre in the front, in the Australian Open. Like, no, thank you. Especially not in Brazil. No, no thank you. Don't say Zybach Vilch French Open to me. <laughs> don't, we don't want to hear it. No, it's dramatic. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Speaking of that cohort of people, then we also had Doha, which was won by Karen Hachanov, where he beat Jakub Mensik. I don't know if I'm, again, what's, because people Mensich? make me learn new names. I don't know. How dare don't know. you succeed in your field and make me learn <laughs> new names? <laughs> oh, no. No, I think it's just Mensik. Like, I, I don't think it's complicated. I don't think so either. But you never know. So, he's, he's Czech. <laughs> Czech? Is he Czech? We don't. Um, no, isn't he Serbian? <laughs> Where's this man from? <laughs> no, he's Czech. He's Czech. Oh, oh no, he, he plays Borna tomorrow. No. Oh, no. Maybe that's so why. Sad. Maybe. Anyway. <sighs> I was, once he made it to the final, I know he beat Andre, but, like, I'm always going to kind of root for a kid to, like, win his first tournament. I was low-key rooting for him. I think it would just would have been cool, like, him winning his first tournament. I don't know. That would have been, been crazy. By the way, Jakub Mensik. Jakub Mensik. Okay. I'm going to so, forget Katie, how to say his first name. Speaking of Doha, do you want to tell me about the uh, Bodic Van de Sanchel of it all? It's the number one Bodic Van de Sanchel. So, Stan. <laughs> I can't speak. Oh, God. That really bodes well for the fact that we've run a podcast. <laughs> I know. It's so unfortunate. Because I'm trying to, really like... sad pronounce these people's names correctly and then i started trying to pronounce botik's name correctly and then i realized wait shit you were trying to say is stand essential okay so if you didn't watch the video or you can't find it or whatever this is i'll give you the rundown of what happened this yeah. is a traumatic minute of footage if you like botik don't watch it um 
I'm not gonna be too mad at him because he beat Manorino today. So I'm lightly, lightly annoyed, but like not nearly as much. Um, so earlier in the match, um, at some point, I cannot tell when this was. I could not see the score line in it. Is it in the tiebreak? Is it the first set? I have no idea. Um, basically, Bodic loses a point and then smashes his rocket. And um, Mo Leani at the scene of the crime. <laughs> Always. By the way, I think Always. it was during the tiebreak. Okay. So this racket smash was during the tiebreak. I, could, I couldn't see the thing. Um, I think so. I could be wrong. Who knows? Anyway. He gets a code violation for smashing his racket. And then later in the tie break, it's eight all and he's serving and he wins the point on like a really beautiful serve. And he like comes into the net. He's like going to serve in volley. Gumalfees does not get the ball back. And he just takes the ball, this ball out of his pocket and just smashes it into the crowd. Why? For no, why? Why? What was going through his mind? What was the mind? reason? What was the reason? Um, and so Mil- Milani's like code violation, <laughs> um, point penalty. So now it is 9-8 and Malfi's will serve for the match. Um, he doesn't end up winning that point. And then it goes to, um, uh, ten, and then, so it skips ahead a little bit. And it is 10-9 Malfi and Bodic is serving. And uh, Gail Malfi's hits a shot and it ticks over the net. <laughs> and Bodic doesn't get to it. So Malfi's wins on a net cord. And it just feels like karma. Like this is karma Tennis, for man. you. Like kind of deserved to lose that way because like what the fuck man you did not have to lose that way you didn't have no. to smash the ball you didn't have to do any of that what the hell man what are you doing what are you thinking so we'll never know unless i get to ask him which i won't because i'm gonna push this right out of my brain because i don't want to think about it anymore <laughs> yeah um and will anyone else ask him about it i have no idea <laughs> i doubt it i doubt it <laughs> he's not having press conferences like i'm not gonna lie really you've never heard no. him uh... I'm sure I have, but whatever. I think, I wonder if his pin tweet is still him correcting how to say his name at the U.S. Open press conference. Maybe it might pin- be. Do you want to talk to me about Jakub Mensik while, while I go look? I would. Um, so I was really endeared to this kid because <laughs> uh, he played Malfi, I think it was in the quarterfinals, semifinals, something like that. Um, and after their match, he goes up to the net and shakes his hand, you know, very sweet interaction. And he tells Malfi, uh, you being Malfi, are one of the biggest inspirations when I was younger. And it's just like, so sweet. That is so cute. So sweet. Here's the thing. Bodic had to lose so that this moment could happen. It's true. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Bodic. Like, he's, he wasn't watching you when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> because you're also young. It's yeah, a Bodic is so okay. young. You know, he's, he's so much younger. I mean, he really is. How old's Buffy? Like, 38? I have no idea. By the way, that anyway. is still his pinned tweet. So no worries go. if anyone's looking for how to pronounce it. There you go. Here you have the man himself saying it because people get it wrong so often, including me, the um, fan club member, co-president. Yeah. I'm not the financial person. I'm not the CFO, but I'm not the CEO either. <laughs> we know. Um, anything else <laughs> to say about Doha? Um, we now have the trio of Russians having won it the last three years. That's so true. How interesting. It is funny. We Who's going to win next year? The birds. Aslan Kratzev. <laughs> Roman Safiulin. <laughs> um, else, who else is there? I'm sure there's more Russians. I just can't think of who they are at the moment. <laughs> Dasha Katskina. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I don't know. Um, oh. And then we had Los Cabos, where Jordan Thompson beat Casper Rude in the final, oh. which I feel like we manifested by talking about how many finals Casper loses last week. 
I think we did. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I watched this final. I also watched the semifinal that was the Casper Ruud Stefano Sitzpaus mm, match, which was, was fine. I don't know. Like, Locked I was it. expecting a bit more, but it's fine. Uh, and then I didn't yeah. watch Jordan Thompson's semifinal because I don't watch Mm-mm. a pair of matches, but um, mm-hmm. I was score watching and I was rooting for Jordan Thompson, as you do. As one does. One must. True. So, so this was his first ATP title, which I do always love to see, especially for mm-hmm. someone who is a little bit older. No offense. not I don't mean that as offense, but you know. No. It's less exciting to see Jakub Mensik's first ATP title than it is to see Jordan Thompson's. So yeah. you just, you, you know, that's the thing about February. Like all these people just come out and win and slay. And then it's like, you have points to defend next year. Get excited. Good luck. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Proud of Jordan Thompson. I, I might have to go back and watch this one because I feel like I'm like a sneaky Jordan Thompson fan. I don't know if there's any reason I shouldn't be, but I watched him play against Talon Greekspor in one of the grass tournaments. Speaking of Dutch people. And I think it was Queens. Okay. And he lost kind of a heartbreaker from what I recall. It was a little bit hard because he played really well the whole tournament. So like, I'm glad to see him get his first title here. Glad to see him redeem himself in a tournament. So glad to see it. And I love that he doesn't have the mustache anymore. We've talked about this. We're not going to no. get into it now, but I hate mustaches. <laughs> So fucking We're not much. Get into it. I don't mind. Um, so much. Yeah, it was fun. It anyway, was interesting though with the doubles that. where Casper and Jordan were supposed to play their semifinal against each other after or no. The final. Yeah, they were supposed to play the final. But wait, there was something else with the semifinal too, where like one of the semifinals they had to finish. Yeah, Jordan Thompson had to fin- play and finish his. He had to play his, his yeah. double semifinal. The singles final and then the doubles final. Got it. Okay. And he won all That's three. Crazy. Which was crazy. He just won Los yeah. Cabos. And that totally. was just took it because the whole thing. he like pushed Zverev so hard the night before. Yeah. Yeah. That's... They moved the doubles match because it was like 3 a.m. Make sure you keep context on that. Anyway, um, one, <laughs> thing that, one thing about Alexander Zverev, he's gonna be like in an upset mood and then also finish a match super, super late in. In Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Because that was the last time that he played in Mexico, by the way, was the Acapulco racket smash against the umpire's chair incident. He had not been back to Mexico for tennis since. Um, I will say we gave Marseille some flowers for having like a really pretty. Oh, no, not Marseille. My God, Montpellier. (laughs) Oh, oopsies. Um, same place. We gave them some flowers for having a pretty court color, and I would like to take away some flowers from Los Cabos because the court was so ugly. Yeah. Like, it's just such so shit brown. Ugly. Like, it looked so bad. Like, literally. Uh, so. so bad. Not girly pop at all. Do love the trophy. Wish the wish the court had more trophy. The trophy energy. is it's so like cute. It's fun. like a colorful little, like, confetti, so like, fun. soccer ball looking thing, and it's so precious, and I'm sure it looks so good in Daniil Medvedev's trophy jail. <laughs> sure it does. but you know. i feel like another theme of the week overall was like lots of young kiddos doing really well and mm-hmm. i thought that there were three of them and then as i was going through to name them i was like no it's mensik and fonseca and i was like there's another one and i was like no i don't think there actually is another one i think i'm just thinking that mensik is actually two different people <laughs> 
Kitty, you wrote down that you thought I was talking about Alex Mickelson. I don't think I was. Okay, I mean, but he's a young no, but guy. But I know who, who he is. Semi well. Okay, fair. I wasn't. I just that's that's the only young guy that was anywhere else that yeah, I was like. I don't know. He's young, and he's also the youngest one at Los Cabos. It's like we have one from each tournament. Here's one from Los Cabos. I think I can tell him apart because he's blonde, right? Yeah, he is blonde. Great. He he did wildly. He like crushed Alex Demonar though, and I was like, oh. Maybe it was because maybe I remembered him because my mother was talking about him a lot. My mom loves an American. Um, I so she the person I get confused fan. with Alex Nicholson is the guy who was in the Chase commercials at the U.S. Open. Oh, Quinn, Quinn, Ethan Quinn. Was it Ethan Quinn? Yeah, Ethan Quinn. Yes. <laughs> Who's also blonde? Okay. That's why I get them confused. Yeah, and also yeah, American. exactly, and like around <laughs> the same blonde. age. Yeah, and just, like played college tennis or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, tell me about uh, Fonseca. Fonseca is that how you say I his name? Kitty, I, I, no you're idea. asking me like I know. <laughs> we'll go look it up, I'm and I'll tell you about how to he say seems his like a nice kid. No, I do. He doesn't have a pronunciation yeah, thing, so let go and let God. Oh. This, oh my God, Kitty, he was born in 2006. <laughs> No way. No, you're I lying. I gotta go. You're lying to me. No. He was born on August 21st, 2006. He's a Leo. Barely. He's like cusp Leo and Virgo. He's Whoa. Leo. No, he was born in 2006. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. How old is um, Menzik again? That's, That's a great question, like? Katie. Talk to me about the other guy, please. I don't... <laughs> While I look this up. Um, Fonseca... Seems like a sweet kid. Um, he's Brazilian, so being in Rio, that is his actual home slam. I know we kid about Cam Nori having a home slam. This was mm-hmm. actually uh, Fonseca's home slam. And he was playing really well. You sent me a tweet of, like, one of his matches, and you were like, the fast twitch muscles are fast yeah. twitching. And it is true. That kid's I was, like, his little highlight he's... reel from one of those matches. And I was like, literally, mm-hmm. just watch this and, like, look at his feet. Like, and this is not the kind of thing that so I notice very often. But I noticed specifically <laughs> when watching that. Because I was yeah. like, oh. Oh my god, the way this kid is moving himself around the court is crazy. Crazy. Um, Jakub Mensik, born in 2005, so he's 18. Still bad. Wait, when, when, when's his birthday? What's his birthday? <laughs> September 1st. <laughs> oh, so he's a Virgo. Much like Great. Camry. There you go. Um, <laughs> I always like to know. <laughs> Adam did the spreadsheet. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know this? We haven't talked about this in a really long time. We literally have a spreadsheet of like player zodiac signs, and honestly, it does come in handy. Do. I do check it fairly often. So do I. I really, really do. Because there's just sometimes that I'm like, I need to know. Especially if I see a press conference or something, I'm like, I gotta know what yeah. your sign is. <laughs> What's your mood? <laughs> What's your emotional side look like? <laughs> oh. Anyway, Fonseca seems like a nice kid. After he lost to Navarone, do I remember how to say his name? Maybe I don't know. The guy who was in the final that we don't know how to say. I his think name. it was. Um, was it? He oh, was. Navone. I think it's Navarone. Navone. There's Navrone. no R in that name. Katie. He lost. Navone. Oh. <laughs> I'm not looking at it. I can't remember. We move. Sorry. We move. So Keep sorry. moving. That's the first time of... Anyway. 
Um, after he lost, he was signing stuff for the fans outside the stadium, I think it was. Anyway. And it's, you can call <laughs> it a stadium. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know if he was in the stadium oh, or, like, okay. outside of it. I didn't know where exactly he... No, I didn't know where I he was located. I don't know if he was actually outside the stadium, stadium or not. I was like, what? No, 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 no. I don't know where he was okay, located great. geographically, if he was in the great. stadium or not. I couldn't remember. And <laughs> this kid reaches out and starts taking his hat off. <laughs> And, like, fully stealing it. Like, he's fully committing theft. And there's a camera. And Fonseca's just like, like I mean, okay, what are you, you going to do? It, like, gives it to the kid. What, are you going to tackle the kid? I, I don't know. I guess you would, like, complain. Know, You'd just, be like, like hey, take it back. But no. That's give so me my hat back. Which reminds me of that time Taylor Fritz was yeah. signing autographs. And that kid asked him for his hat. And he said, no. And then he lost. In no, he Wells. said, the kid said, if you give me your hat, you'll go back to back. Oh, yeah. And Taylor said, I'm going back to back anyway. And he did not, in fact, go back to back. Didn't. <laughs> That's fine. So. And that kid was a witch. That kid is actually the devil <laughs> that Novak Djokovic made a deal with. Okay. And Zverev made a deal actually, with. Actually, yeah. Anyway. Makes you think. So, anyway, that was cute and funny to me, so. Yeah. I also was, like, got a recommended video that was, like, a practice video from the ATP Finals last year, and it was it was Fonseca practicing with Carlos. Like, Fonseca was one of the practice partners at the oh. ATP Finals, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I remember this. I don't remember his name, but I do remember yep. something about it. Saying he was going to be really good because oh. he's young. Speaking of things that are going to live on in our memories... For gone, <sighs> so gone sad. but not forgotten. You guys, ultimate tennis statistics is no more. I have gone on the website a couple days in a row, and it says this site cannot be reached, and I don't think it exists anymore. <gasps> and I'm so, so upset about it. Like while I was prepping for this, at least, even like for the past two months, at least I've been able to go and see like historical data, and now I can't even go and see the historicals yeah. like it's just gone and this That's is so my sad. library of alexandria <laughs> hear me out i know the data exists in other places like i know that he was just taking and processing they i don't know i don't know this person we're, we're just taking and processing yeah. like the data from tennis abstract if you guys think that I'm going to subject my eyes to tennis abstract, I can't do it. I, my no, brain is not big enough. Not. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> the interface on Ultimate Tennis Statistics was so good. Like, I'm I'm genuinely It was really distraught. good. It's really upsetting. It is really, really upsetting. As someone who does not understand statistics very easily, Ultimate Tennis Statistics was very nice for me the to understand. The love of my life. My former homepage, Ultimate Tennis. Anyway, I'm really genuinely sad about it. If it's a financial thing, like if it's like someone couldn't afford like the hosting anymore, like hit me up. I will, I will Venmo you. <laughs> DM me. She's not kidding. I'm She's not, not kidding. <laughs> She's full. Like you made, we're laughing. This is not no, a joke. No, it's not. Like this K- is for real. Katie can see my face right now and Katie can see that I'm like upset. <laughs> I also just know you. <laughs> I would go on this website all the time. I used it so often. The like, mm-hmm. the love of my life. I'm just, I'm Gone, so but sad. never forgotten. Anyway, so if sad. anyone wants to teach me how to use tennis abstract, please, I need it. <laughs> I also will need it because I can't understand. I needed it digestible. So and it's not confusing. digestible anymore. Anyway, we move. am I going to have to like learn how to make a website so I can recreate ultimate tennis <laughs> Oh, God. 
honestly, I can see you doing that. I will not. I will absolutely not. Mm. Um, Speaking of things that will absolutely two years later. People oh, like this is my Roman Empire. Andy Murray, Diego Schwartzman, and weirdly John Isner uh, all called for there to be a Masters 1000 in South America. 100% true. There should be. Okay, I will go on. The, yes, I won't go on the record. Why there isn't? There should be. Upgrade Rio. Yep. Upgrade Rio. I don't understand why they haven't. I really don't. I really don't. Money. I know, Bula. But like, come on. There's there's so many fans. Oh. <laughs> Just got a fireworks show behind me. For Rio. But yeah, I just... The environment is so good. Like, the... The people truly, like, love it there. And they're so excited that, like, the tennis is there. And you just love to see it. And I'm just like, why is there not one in Rio or in any other, like, major South American city? Like, it would just be... So, mm-hmm. and, like, it's not like the time zone is going to be worse than Indian Wells or Miami. It's the same time zone. No, it's the same time zone. It's an hour ahead. Like, that's nothing. That is nothing. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, and your American audience, like, especially in the South, like, you can probably get Americans also to go to South American tournaments if they're 1,000s. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have a problem advertising and getting people to come to these tournaments. Yeah. You have three clay masters in Europe. Put one in South America. How many tournaments do they have in France itself? Oh my god. Take a tournament from France. Well, don't, don't say that. Take a tournament from France. The, the 1,000 they take from France would have to be Monte Carlo, which, by the way, lest we forget, the Monte Carlo Masters is held in France, not in Monte Carlo. The Monte really? Carlo Country Club, if you look at where the border is of, the, of Monte Carlo and France, it's in France. Oh, that's wild. I've definitely told you that before. <laughs> Wow, I just fully forgot. Um, or just blocked no. out. Um, or just move the country club out of move the country club. <laughs> Not like it's been there for you know decades. Teo Baratini is in there with his little like a barbell and you know ten kilo weights, like just working out. Wow, working out. Oh. Oh my God, he would, but he would play in a Rio uh, Masters 1000 because he's partially Brazilian. Brazilian. Lest we forget. He is. Yes. We won't. I, I won't know. forget. I will never forget. I forgot until like <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> I won't. But yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, the clay tennis season in South America is just... It's so, so nice. I love it. I want more of it. It's so nice. A great time zone. Beautiful. Amazing atmosphere. Give him a Masters 1000, please. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, us agreeing with Andy Murray. Diego Schwartzman will agree with Diego Schwartzman, like, anytime. Yeah. But, and John Isner is very funny. Why? When I saw John Isner said that, I was like, wow, I agree with John Isner on something. This is an unusual day. It was surprising. <laughs> it was. So. Um, here's one thing that I noticed. And... The news mm-hmm. came out, I think, like, last week or something about Maria Sakkari splitting with her coach, Tom Hill. And yes. mm-hmm. this is just something I wanted to bring up. A lot of these people that have been, like, the big coaching splits have been breakpoint people. Um, so that's, yeah. like, Francis Tiafo, uh got rid of his coach and brought somebody else new in, right? And then you had Jessica Pagula. Yeah. You had, I mean, Holgaruna, but... 
It's nothing new. <laughs> I mean, he, that was just like a weird toxic relationship where well, like they just break up, get back together, break up, get back together. That's what his episode like, was weird. about too. <laughs> and then like, yeah, it's, Mateo mm. Bertini, like you just, you have so many of these people who are like on break point getting new coaches and like ending their real, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. And I was like, is that really it's the weird. break point curse? Like that you mm. end up breaking up with your coach? I don't know. I also think it's like, the players that got on breakpoint probably are the ones that have the stronger agents. And I know like yeah. the agents a lot of times will advise on coaching stuff. So I don't know. It's interesting hmm. to me. It is interesting. It is just a pattern, just something to keep an eye on. Yeah. It does seem like there's a lot more people kind of cycling through coaches that like, you know, I knew who their coaches were. Like, I would recognize their faces in the boxes. I may not know their names, but, like, I recognize who they are. So, like, it's weird that they're getting... Yeah, it's always weird, like, though, when, like, somebody gets a new coach and you're like, oh, I recognize them, but from somebody else. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what are you doing here? What's a polar bear and doing in, Al- in Arlington, Texas? Yeah. <laughs> so. um, also, did you see the new trailer that came out for Challengers, the tennis movie set at a challenger people keep not realizing that this movie takes place at a challenger yeah which i think is so funny why else would it be called challenger yeah y'all? it's well it takes place <laughs> partially at the u.s open when they're juniors though which makes me very uncomfortable because yeah. i'm like the mm. scene of them like in the hotel that's like you know them all hooking up i'm like y'all know they're yeah. playing juniors at this point um and then them as adults at this like challenger tournament and um it does look good. Like, I will watch Josh O'Connor read the phone book. Mm-hmm. I love him. I'll watch Zendaya do anything. So true. Love Zendaya. She's gorgeous. I saw it came out, but there's one. if there's one thing about me, it's that I never watch trailers or read synopsis or blurbs for things that I actually want to see because I want to go in Could blind. never be me. I love going in blind. I'm a blind one. Well. Especially because I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> Why not? Put your glasses on. <laughs> Speaking of proof that bullying works. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was one of the things I was going to talk about. So next week we have Dubai, Acapulco, and Santiago. And um, for Acapulco, I specifically noticed, and I was like, oh, my God, bullying works so well. Um, Tennis TV posted a graphic of, like, the draw for Acapulco, which I don't know if they're doing this for, like, all of the 500s, because I don't know if I saw one for Dubai. I don't know. Um, But normally they would put the top seed on the graphic, as one does, like, because hypothetically Mm -hmm. they're the best player that's there. But they put the second seed on the graphic because the top seed was mm. Alexander Zverev and the second seed was Holgaruna and they used Holgaruna instead of Alexander Zverev and I was like I love to see it I Thank love you. when bullying works I love it because they once again I, I think it was last I th- yeah it was Los Cabos where they posted a picture of them doing a like media day thing with Zverev and like do you have any questions for him and once yeah. again tennis Twitter came you also through, mentioned that last week and all of the comments yeah did I about Acapulco? Yeah, because it was Los Cabos. It wasn't Acapulco. Oh, Los... Oh. Whoops. Okay. Well, in case you missed it. Um, yeah, I just, like... 
I do think that's coming from like a social media manager who's just done with his shit and is like, please, like end mm-hmm. it all, like make make it so that I don't have to talk about this dude anymore and just like give more examples yeah. of people just running him through the mud. I don't know. Anyway, it's just so nice to be like, okay, he's not in the uh, HP reality show thing. He's not in the graphic that Tempest mm-hmm. TV is posting, which seems truly like the bare minimum is like, this guy can still play, yeah. but you do not have to actively promote him when, if anyone is not caught up on this, because we don't really like ground people in this very much, he is, has a court date in May for a... Uh, what is it actually? Is it a some kind of assault it's against a, a former partner? A, I don't know if it's technically domestic assault, whatever. Yeah. Assault against a former partner, mother of his child. He has a trial date in May. And it's a civil court instead of or is it criminal? That's a great question. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when Germany because yeah. their court works differently. Most than ours. of them do. Um, apologies. We have other videos. Most of them do. So anyway. We have other podcasts where we talk about it. So if you want to look more into it, you can listen to those where we do yes. that. I don't know which ones those but. are, but you'll find it. And then, you know, they're in the description. We have content warnings for when we talk about those things in the description. So okay. hopefully, like if you're really like looking for it, it'll be in the description where we talk about different things that happened with Zverev. Because I, that's something I want to make sure of mm-hmm. with people. Because I don't like talking about him. I don't like listening about him. I gotta, but... I know, but I do feel like it's been a while since we've, yeah. like, explained mm-hmm. why we hate him as much as we do. Well, allegedly. Okay. <laughs> we have to say allegedly. Okay. I know. I I know. I know. I know. So. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. Just nice to see that, like, it's making a difference. And I think the thing that I hear when I'm like, oh, it's making a difference is keep going, guys. Keep, you know, keep saying stuff, keep speaking out um, and keep letting people know that, like, you can't just ignore this as much as they seem to want to ignore everything. Mm -hmm. So, And it's still annoying because he's still getting paid to play Acapulco like they still paid him to come yes um, but like hopefully he's not getting paid as much because if tournaments real and one of the big parts is like getting the the appearance fee for like being able to do social mm-hmm. media stuff and like if they see that they won't be able to promote and like will get a bad response when they try to promote this guy like then he won't be able to mm-hmm. negotiate as high of appearance fees and maybe he actually keeps his appearance fee thing the same and then just doesn't show up to as as many tournaments i don't know maybe let's hope so fingers crossed yeah but um yeah keep keep bullying keep <laughs> talking about this and keep not watching bullying. his matches <laughs> it's like it's benevolent bullying. I'm dying that, like, you know, we are bullying for good, not evil. You know, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, <laughs> we're not doing this to people who don't deserve it, okay? Keep who, bullying you know... 2024. Stay tuned for an episode next week. We'll tell you who else you should bully. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> bully Dan Evans. <laughs> bully no, I didn't say Daniel. that. There's no reason. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But if you wanted to. I can't just tell you to bully who I don't like. <laughs> But if you want to be in my good graces, this is... No, I'm just kidding. Don't actually 
like ever don't people don't send don't send hate to people like this is all a joke no (laughs) this is all a joke this is satire and honestly sometimes don't even make jokes about people because i still feel bad about that joke i made about matteo bertini about like the tweet that said challengers era incoming and i quote tweeted it and said matteo bertini when he doesn't defend queens i'm sorry like this is it's all my fault anyway i'm just I'm upset about it. Watch out for manifesting, y'all. Only manifest so for true. good things. You know, that's what we were told. That's what I've been told. You know, send all your energy to good vibes to the yes. people you want to do. Well. So true. I have a question, actually, that I remembered came to me. So Indian Wells in a week-ish. Um, yes. If you are a Breakpoint producer, who do you want to follow at Indian Wells? Oh. I should have given you time to think about this. Oh, you really should have, because I, you know me. Do you have, uh, do you have any thoughts? Charlie and Yannick, I think, would be fun. Um, yes. Is this the first big tournament in the U.S. since the U.S. Open? Yes. Yep. Coco? And Taylor and Morgan, obviously. Obviously. Always. You always follow Jake. And Francis. I don't know. I think Francis would be interesting because he's kind of in a slump right now. So if he has like a comeback in Indian Wells, that could be a good like lead up thing because he didn't do well at the Australian Open. Um, you know, he could do that. Um, yeah. Follow Matteo Bertini in Miami, please, guys. Like, I just uh, need it. Follow Matteo at the Phoenix Challenger. Follow <laughs> Matteo, like, wherever you need to. Um, go to Phoenix. <laughs> anyway, can somebody go to the Phoenix Challenger for me? Like, Wait, I please. am upset that I'm going to Indian Wells. I can't go to the Phoenix Challenger. <laughs> You just drop us off at Indian Wells and drive to Phoenix. (laughs) No, I would never. No. (laughs) Um, But it is very, the idea of that is hilarious to me. Um, So objectively funny. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's tough. I do like, I just, he should get the episode that like Zverev did about Mm -hmm. the coming back from the injury. Like, come on. Come on. So annoyed. Anyway. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe. I think I think you could get some really good company. Maybe not are. the challenger, but But I do people do say like, oh, I wish that they like showed a little bit more of the challenger kind of vibe and really showed like the nitty gritty because it's completely different. Um yeah. and I think it would be interesting to contrast like the glitz and the glam yes. of, you know, Daniil on the private jet and then you have Mateo <laughs> going to the challenger. Well like honestly it wouldn't surprise me if he took a private yeah. jet to the Phoenix Challenger. Which is very challengers movie coded it's true <laughs> that is so true oh my so. gosh anyway yeah i don't think people i don't i just i think if they're gonna do something they're not gonna do a challenger because i don't even know where you watch challengers at like where do you watch they're like free online on like the challenger tours website i think okay. because i'm just like i'll have to figure it out in a week <laughs> you're gonna have to know um we're gonna find out he's not katie he's not on the entry list yet <laughs> I don't You're know what kidding. he's thinking. He's where like, is he? He's not on the entry list. Babe, where are you? <laughs> I think he wants a wild card. And oh I'm like, no, God. they're going to give a wild card to, like, you know, Zverev when he loses first round. Like, you know, like, that's who they're giving the wild cards to. They're not going to give them to. How, didn't I don't he know. play the Maybe Phoenix Challenger he'll... last year, too? How well did he, he do? He did. And I think he had to take a cha- he had to take a wild card in because he, like, lost early in Indian Wells. But the, the entry list for the Phoenix Challenger is, like, going to be a big mix-em-up because yeah. it's basically just, like, everyone who loses early in Indian Wells, like, you go to Phoenix. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's close and, you know, you get some extra points. It's not that close, I don't think. He made it to the quarterfinal where he lost to Shevchenko. So actually not a bad loss. 
in my opinion. He should have won that. He should have. It went to three sets. But Shevchenko is pretty good. Shevchenko out here getting married in a on a tennis court. Oh, my God. That was insanity. We can't even talk about that. I know. It is crazy, though, that the, the Phoenix Challenger is the only challenger that I care about. Like, the entire gut. Like, it's the only one that I feel like gets good. I That's the only one I know of. That's the only one I know. Because, I mean, I don't follow other challengers. I'm so sorry. But... I, there's already so much fucking tennis. I know. I just, I don't, the people who follow the challenge, like, I don't know how they do it. I can't follow challengers, too. Unless they only follow challengers, in which case I'm like, that's interesting, but. There's some people who follow, like, doubles challengers, like, because there's a lot of players who play doubles challengers, but I'm just like, man, I can't keep up with the men's, women's challengers, too. Like, I, I don't have, have so the much bandwidth. bandwidth. <laughs> wow. We gotta go. We gotta leave. Anything, Katie? Do you have anything else to say? I don't. I don't think so. Do you have any predictions for um, Dubai, Acapulco, or Santiago? I have no predictions. I genuinely don't know who's in which tournament. I'm hoping Andre wins Dubai. That's all I want. Great. Who do I want to win Acapulco? Mm. Tommy Paul lost early, which I think is interesting. He lost to he Jack Draper today. He. Oh my god. And he obviously made the final last year, so that's tough. Post puke Jack Draper is coming. Okay. 6-0 in the Do first set. Do you think Dra- post-puke Jack Draper is going to win Acapulco? He might. Actually, I doubt it because it's really hot and he's like doesn't do well with heat historically. Um, But maybe it'd be better because it's in the March. February? What day is it? <sighs> you know, it's just going to be them serving back and forth. You That's know? true. That's like QB Hercatch playing. Oh my Hubie God. QB Hercatch playing a three set, three tie break. Not a single break of serve match today. It was. <laughs> Katie just took her glasses off. <laughs> I watched that match. I shit you not. I fell asleep. <laughs> I am so sorry to Hubie Hercatch and Jan Leonard Struff. Ugh, guys, and I can't even go on Ultimate Tennis Statistics and find the stat of how many tie breaks Hubie has played so far this year and tell it to Katie for fun. I can't do that now. It's so sad. Ripped all the games we could have had. Oh, God. I'm like really genuinely so upset. Setting up a crowdfund to <laughs> pull... Ultimate Tennis Statistics back on I'm so line. sad. I hope I hope everything's okay. Like, I hope whoever ran Ultimate Tennis, like, I hope you're fine. I'm rooting for you. Please give me your site back. If you're if you're okay, please let us know. Please send out a sign to Miranda. She's dying over here. And if you are and you want to let us know, <laughs> our email is backhandsandcompliments at gmail.com. Our Twitter is backhandspod. Our Instagram is backhandsandcompliments. Our TikTok is backhandsandcompliments. I made a TikTok this you week. Did. Oh, it was Shout so out good. To me <laughs> and the one TikTok I made. Here's the thing: there's no schedule. It's just gonna be when the inspiration yeah. strikes. It's gonna be when the brain worms win, and the brain worms did. They were worming that night. They wormed fully in. They were worming. Squirmy worms. Yep. If you want to know what I'm talking about. Go check our TikTok. Most of the time what I'm doing on our TikTok is reposting other tennis TikToks that I see. So if you want more tennis TikTok on your feed, you can follow me there. Us. Us. (laughs) I don't know if Katie even knows the login. I don't. If I have something to put up, I'll just send it to you. (laughs) True. Rate us five stars. We haven't said that in a while. And tell a friend. To tell a friend that we're doing content. And definitely want to follow us and also follow our t- individual Twitters. I am at Tennis Brain Rot. Um, Miranda's at Tennis Era because we, in case you missed it for somehow, we're going to Indian Wells. Woo! We I'm are. so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so ready. 
We'll figure out a content plan or like if we want to do anything special. I don't know if we will, but we will be there. Yes. And um, I'm excited. I'm so ready. I have never been. Our ready. Airbnb has not canceled on oh us this God. week. So we're getting closer. So Thank you. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Infinitely amount of time. Oh. I'm so excited. It'll, I think it'll be fine. I think this one will be yeah. okay. Thank you for listening. Um, we can say this. Thanks so Dubai. much. Dubai. <laughs> Dubai.